career advice from a career coach, and he had led teams that have placed over 6,000 pros in 21 industries, worked at the largest Fortune 500 recruitment firm in the world, was responsible for over $50 million of placements of executives, and was one of the top recruiters recognized nationally while serving in the United States Army. You'd probably say he's qualified. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. And this is your host, Tim Madden. Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Let's go ahead and get started here. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. Hey, if you don't know me, I help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures land jobs they love quickly. As always, if you're looking for more career advice, you can check out execupgrades.com backslash publications where we have uh, articles about how to get your resume, uh, you know, professionally uh, upgraded, how to get on more interviews quickly and many other career resources. Uh, We go live each week inside the Executive Career Network the fastest growing career network on Facebook, and we just approached 6,500 members. If you're watching in the Executive Career Network right now, let me know below in the chat. And hey, we also stream to iTunes and Spotify. Each week, I deliver tactics and strategies to help you with your mindset, your online brand, helping you get on more interviews and convert those interviews to offers, salary and negotiation tactics, and how to be super successful when you land your next role and anything else career related. Hey, do me a favor. If you get any benefit from this episode today, give me a review on iTunes. It helps get this in front of more professionals looking to accelerate their career and share it with a friend or business associate. It could be just what they need to have them think a little bit different so they could get to a better place in their career. All right. Lastly, before we get started, huge congratulations. I love when these massive, massive offers came in. We just had an offer come in at around the 600K mark for an individual in the product space. Huge, huge congrats. Won't say the name. Got to make sure that the the deal is signed. Um, I think we're approaching 10 offers this week. So for ECU clients, if you know you need help in your career, right? You need help getting on more interviews, being more confident, having conversations about money, go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast and schedule a free consultation with us so we can talk about ways we can accelerate your career. All right, let's get started. Episode 12, episode 12, the top reasons that you're probably getting ghosted after the interview. First, I have to say, I know how frustrating this is. Absolutely, I know how frustrating this is. You go on an interview and you don't hear back, right? They say they're going to call you. The recruiter says they're going to call you. The hiring manager says they're going to call you next week, right? They want to move you along. Tim, I think you'd be perfect. And what happens? No one calls you. No one texts you. And then maybe after multiple times of you trying to get a hold of them, right? you get that sorry Charlie email saying they found someone more qualified and you get super confused, right? Not always do they they send that email. I want to let you know on this podcast today, on this episode, here is what's probably happening 
on why you're not hearing back on these interviews. And I know how frustrating it is. Now, I would encourage you to go look at some of the previous episodes of the Executive Career Upgrades podcast because we talk about how to make sure you're not waiting on someone to call you back, right? You've already locked down the next step. What are you doing getting off the phone with someone who says you're qualified and you don't have a next scheduled date? Come on, guys. Come on. People are busy. It's 2021 right now. So let's go over some of the top reasons why people don't call you back. Number one, people are extremely busy in 2021. We have Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, endless people texting you a day, your personal email, two of them probably, your business email, and the average person, while just looking around their office, driving to work, driving home from work, is hit with 5,000 on average advertisements per day. Now, they might not all be an advertisement, but maybe you're just driving down the road and you see a Toyota, Hyundai, et cetera. Your brain is like a computer trying to process all of this stuff. And if they're a recruiter and a hiring manager, what's happening? They're hiring a bunch of people. They've hired wrong people before. They've, they might be getting sued. Right? There's their family. So much stuff is going on, guys. So do not take it personally when someone doesn't get a hold of you right away because people are busy. So make sure you lock down next steps and you can check out that prior um, ep ep uh, sorry, episode. Let me give you an example of just how busy the average person is who's uh, you know, mildly successful at what they do. Guys, here at Executive Corrupt Grades, we have many products and services that we help people with, right? We do executive resumes and profiles, set people up with automated systems. We have a coaching program that, you know, a lot of people take us up on. Actually, hey, this year, 450 professionals have accelerated their career and landed jobs they love, okay? But here's the reason I say this. I'm just an average guy who's just as busy as everybody else. Can you believe I have people who follow up with me, who maybe talked to the sales team a couple months ago, a week ago saying, hey, I'm ready to hook up with a resume or this package or this package or this package. I see it. I'm in a meeting. I have every intention to get back with that professional who wants to purchase a service with me so that we can grow our business, help more people and help them. Can you believe I have forgot to follow up with people? who need help in their career and already have a call with this and are ready to, pro to, to you know, purchase a product or service. Shame on me. And I like to be thought of not the king of follow-up, but I'm pretty good, right? I'm pretty good at getting people what they need pretty quickly via email. If I can forget when someone wants to purchase a product or service from us, do you think a hiring manager or a recruiter that you talk to for 30 minutes can forget about you? After they're going to talk to 15 more people that day, they can't. So again, number one, people are busy. So lock down the next step. But if you get off the call and you don't have the next step locked down and you don't hear from them, don't assume these things. Am I too old? Was it something I said? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Assume people are busy and follow up creatively, which is on a different podcast. All right. Number two. I already said this kind of part one. You didn't lock down the next steps and they forgot about you. They are meeting with other candidates. There are headhunters involved. And here's what I know. Time is your worst enemy. Time hurts everything. Time hurts your job search. Time hurts the offer stage. Can you believe we've had people that were about to get an offer? And then what happens? A headhunter 
present someone to that hiring manager who just might be a little more fit. So they pump the brakes, okay? They pump the brakes and say, we have to delay this offer. There's another candidate. You didn't lock down next steps. Let me give you an example. We did cover this in a previous podcast. So if you are new to the Executive Upgrades podcast, and if so, if you're listening on iTunes, follow the channel, please. Hey, if you're going to get an offer, hey, Tim, we're, we're, we're excited to bring you on board. We're going to get you an offer. My, here's how we handle that. Locking down next steps, right? Excellent, John. When can I expect to receive that offer? You should have it no later than Monday. Great. Let's set up a follow-up call Monday. By that time, I've had the chance to review the offer and I'll be ready to accept or may have some additional questions for you. But what happens, okay, what happens? See, hey, great. Thank you for sharing that in the, the Executive Career Network. Sean just said, hey, Tim, I've actually had the next steps locked down twice, still ghosted both times. Let me bring you to numbers three and four. I don't know if this is why, Sean, right? I'm not sure, sure of like your specific situation, okay? But one of them, number three, is because you might, well, actually, it's all in, encompassed of this. But let me start with like number five first, right? We're going to work our way back, guys. People don't like delivering bad news or telling you that you're not the right fit for the position, Okay. If you're on our email list, I frequently send out a lot of analogies, right? It's talking about how the job searching is like dating. Sean, think about this. Think about you're going on a date with the girl. You didn't really have a good time, but you're trying to be nice, right? Then the girl says, would you like to go back out Thursday, Sean? And Sean, let's just say you're kind of a shy guy and you say, you know what? I don't really want to go out with her, but I don't want to tell her the bad news, man. You know, I don't put me on the spot. So you say, sure girl ever done that to you? Guy ever done that to you? These are the same people that hire people. People do not like delivering bad news. They don't like telling you that you're not qualified. That could have been a reason. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 430. Don't show up to the call. Number. We're working our way back. All right. So there's two more, right? All of them are, are equally important. Maybe in addition to they don't like delivering bad news, Maybe you didn't impress them enough on the, uh, during the interview. And if you didn't, and you're a member of the executive career network, I just posted a 20 page executive interview guide that I want to give you guys for free. So Sean, if you would like that guide, comment below, Hey, Tim, send me the interview guide. I'll make sure Austin gets it to you. You have to have a blueprint, a strategy, and a plan when you go into these interviews, because if you're in the executive network or listening to this podcast right now, guys, you're going after six figure and multiple six figure roles. Maybe you're a director VP or an executive somewhere. It is competitive. You need to make sure that you convert these interviews into offers. And if you didn't impress them, maybe you felt you did, but they didn't feel impressed for whatever reason. Okay. They are going to ghost you. Even though they might tell you, yeah, I, I could see you doing this. And let's be honest, guys. Most of you probably have kids if you're listening to this. You, 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 you can kind of feel it, right? You know when a conversation is not going well. You know when people aren't, you know, kind of feeling your vibe that you're putting out, right? So one reason that people ghost people is you didn't do a good job on the interview. And people don't, don't like delivering bad news. Very unfortunate. 
And the other one, there's not really any loyalty to you. They don't know you. They got on the phone for 30 minutes. It didn't go well, or maybe it did go well, but people are busy. Let's talk about recruiters. Why on inside the executive Girl upgrades coaching program, we don't ever talk about recruiters, guys. Why? Number one, they don't typically even know what you guys do. If you're a senior director, VP of marketing, sales, operations, fintech, finance, whatever, guys, do you really need to be talking to someone who's, you know, early in their career and doesn't know what you do? Probably not the best contact. Another thing, recruiters are super busy, especially for a mid or a large size organization. How many job openings are they work on, working on? Five to 20? How many candidates per each? A uh, crap load. So even though you, even in the best case scenario, Sean, where you had a good interview, you did impress them, you might be a good fit for the position, that person is talking to a hundred other people potentially that this week. I've seen recruiters' calendars. I've trained a lot. Let's say they work eight to four. They're all 30-minute calls. How many calls are they doing? Uh, they're going to take a lunch break, seven. They're going to take a minimum of 14 to probably 20 calls per day. Times seven, that's a lot. Did they forgot who Sean is? Uh, absolutely, probably. Don't take it personally. That people are busy. That you didn't lock down next steps and now you have to do stuff creatively. Say you did lock down next steps and you still get ghosted. Sean, I still stay positive, right? Say you're the recruiter, right, Sean? It's 4.30, you didn't call me. We got two options, right? Number one, be pissed, right? Blame everyone. Or we can just say this. Hey, Sean, hey, I was super excited to talk to you today at 4.30, right? I know that you were unable to make the call. Hey, when can we reschedule for next week? Guys, I keep it positive, right? Here's why I know. Complaining and being frustrated has never helped my situation. Ever, ever, ever. I'm sure it helped, hasn't helped yours as well. So if you're ghosted and you lock it down, continue to be followed, continue to be creative. Here's another thing I would do, Sean. Hopefully, you know how to utilize LinkedIn, right? You know how to identify the decision maker. So if the recruiter said, I'm going to put you in touch with the hiring manager, let me get with him. I'll get back with you. We set up a follow-up date, right, Sean? I'm probably going to just find out, well, probably found out who the decision maker was on the call. But if you didn't share the information, you can easily find him on LinkedIn. Find out who the VP of marketing is or whatever for that business unit. Right. Maybe his name's her name's Jane. Jane, Tim Madden here. I, hey, I just spoke with your recruiter, Sean, today. He said I'd be a perfect fit for the position. He's going to be sending you your information soon. I can't wait to meet with you next week to talk about XYZ. Do not take it personally. Do not get upset when you are ghosted during these interviews. Do the best that you can. I would really urge you to consider if you're in a career search right now, are you doing the best that you can? Are you branded well through a resume and a LinkedIn profile, which won't get you hired, but will be more valuable when you get on that call, right? You, you know, are you, you know, do you know how to handle the calls that you're on to build rapport and show people your true value in the marketplace? Can you lock down next steps? Can you get creative with building an army of advocates inside those organizations to help you when the recruiter never gets a hold of you. And I get it. Um, uh, Sean, it's, it's very frustrating. And then Paulo says, yes, but after all of this, you are talking, I got ghosted also after sending a number of emails. 
Absolutely. Hey, maybe Paula, if you saw earlier, maybe they didn't want to deliver the bad news to you that they weren't a good fit. People don't like telling people why they're not qualified guys. Maybe you do. And if so, that's a great trait to have. Cause I feel like you should tell people, Sean, you're great, but you were missing key areas in this. And I think that's why we went with someone who had more of this background. I like to be open and transparent with people guys. A lot of people don't, they don't like the concentration. And a lot of these companies have stupid policies to not give feedback from people because they think they're going to get sued or something. It's all how you deliver it. All we can do is this. All we can control is what we can control, right? How am I branded before the call? So they show up as a professional. How can I build a strategy around this call? How can I leverage networks? How can I build an army of advocates? How can I lock down next steps when someone doesn't show up to the call? How can I remain positive when I'm supposed to get an offer on Monday and it passes? How can I creatively follow up with these people? And hey, be prepared. Sean, Paulo, and someone else just commented in the ECN. Um, or Sean again. Hey, job searching is very frustrating. Okay. It's very frustrating in 2021. Even if you know everything of what you should be doing, it's very frustrating. You have to remain positive and know that I can only control what I can control. I can't control that someone did not show up to my call. If I did the best I could on that prior interview, I can't control how I can cre creatively follow up. Tips for follow up since we got a little more time and then I'll, I'll see what Sean and the other users wrote in the ECN. Tip on following up. I don't follow up just to follow up. I typically did a good job pulling out what their challenges are and what they're really looking for. So when a hiring manager ghosts me on a call, which happens frequently, I remind the hiring manager, Jane, you must have been very busy today. So, hey, I wanted to get rescheduled to Monday. As you shared with me, Sam in marketing, you're currently spending way more than you need to on Facebook ads and you're losing about $30,000 a month. As I've shared with you on the previous call, I did XYZ for this company, and I know I can alleviate that really huge concern for you. What day and time next works best to reconnect? Okay. HR says I get that, but they're HR. Yeah, exactly. They're the face of the company. They need to know how to deliver bad news. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you, Paulo. That is not the norm, though, for most companies. Uh, my plan going forward is to start asking for commitment up front to provide me feedback if they decide not to move forward. If they can't commit, then I'd rather not waste my time. Exactly. I know it's super frustrating. Sean, we recently had somebody um, go through 14 interview rounds for a director of technology simply to be said, you did a great job being a consultant and professional during the hiring process that we've you know, come to a consensus that we really need to hire a VP for this based on your feedback and interview process. Holy crap. Talk about the hugest waste of time. Be prepared, guys. That's why when people hop on the phone with our sales professionals and our career experts here, they get so excited that they have one opportunity. And we're like, guys, you need to be juggling 10 to 20 opportunities right now because of people, ghost people, hired last minute, deals fall through, rifts happen, hiring freezes happen, all these other things. Remember, you can only control what you can control. And here's what you can control. The number of opportunities you're getting on, right? Um, the number of opportunities that you're getting on. You can control that if you know how to do that, right? But at the end of the day, you need more interviews. You need more interviews. 
Regardless of your interview strategy, regardless of anything, more interviews solves nearly everyone's problem, especially people who work with us here, because we're able to get people on a lot of interviews. By the way, if you're looking to get on more interviews, go to execupgrace.com backslash podcast. We have this amazing system that gets you in front of 2,900 hiring managers per week. Also in the ECU coaching program, guys, you don't need to be talking to recruiters and you don't need to be talking to HR. Let's be honest. Okay. If you agree with me, type, I agree in the chat. Recruiters can't hire you, neither can HR. When you focus your job search, you need to get in front of people that can actually hire you. And LinkedIn is a phenomenal tool for this. There's ways to find email addresses and all of these other things. You have to be focused on those people. The other people are just gatekeepers who don't know what you specialize in, don't know the company's challenges, don't know anything. Are you going to have, think about it, say you're a VP of marketing. Are you going to have, be able to have a transformational conversation with a recruiter or someone in HR about anything marketing or branding or strategy or digital ads? What about project management or finance? Guys, you're a CFO. You think you're going to, no, come on. Get in front of the people that you can actually have valuable conversations with. And you'll probably get ghosted a lot less than people who could probably care less. Okay. Cause most people don't care nowadays. Amen. Okay. Recruiter comes in at eight, leaves at four 30. See you guys later. Meanwhile, executives wondering why they don't have a VP of marketing for the past three months. It's freaking crazy. Top reasons why people ghost people. People are busy, so stick with creative follow-up. The candidate doesn't know how to lock down next steps or they forget about you, right? Other candidates come along, headhunters are involved, they're working on all these other requisitions. Number three, there's just no loyalty to you. You spent 20 or 30 minutes on the phone. Number four, you didn't impress them on the interview. Or number five, people don't like telling people that they don't like telling people that they're not qualified and they don't like delivering bad news. They just don't. Focus your career search on getting in front of people that can actually hire you and make sure you're branded well. Your career that you're in right now has a huge impact on your life. If you are not happy at your job and or hate your job, you're going to have a rough life. It's hard working at somewhere where you know you're not living up to your potential. You're frustrated. You can't spend any of the budget. No one listens to your ideas at the executive level. God, it's frustrating. Leave. There are better companies out there, but you need a plan and you need to know what to do. How do you think a guy who's working 10 hours a day, five days a week, who's frustrated in his job, how do you think he's going home to his family, man? Very hard being frustrated all day to come home and put on a happy face. What do you really want to do? Watch some football, drink, drink a beer or whatever the case is, right? Are you really living up to your potential? Are you in the place that you think you should be in your career? That's all I got for today, guys. If you know you need help in your career, getting more interviews, being branded well, converting those interviews into offer and maximizing your compensation here at Executive Career Upgrades, right? We have helped 450 professionals this year get hired, right? If you're on our email list, we've seen some truly massive, massive career transformations that are absolutely very inspiring. If you want to schedule a free consultation with us, go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. See you guys next week.